Blog Talk Radio. Well, this is John St. Germain. We are on the air. We're just waiting for Blog Talk to decide to um, do what it's supposed to do. There it is. minutes to actually sign on to Blog Talk tonight. I didn't even know we were going to have a show tonight. However, we are on the air. Hooray. Also, I could not get on my usual um, broadcasting station. Um, I'm calling it on my cell phone because we're playing Blog Talk Roulette tonight. So uh, I don't even know how long we're going to have a show because I have a 22% charge on my phone. And it may go off on me. So hey, we're going to do what we can. So we're talking about shadow people tonight, a very murky topic. Um, Let us proceed apace with our show. I'm a little bit out of breath because I had to run down my stairs, get my headset, and plug it into my phone, and then run back upstairs to my studio. So it's a little bit um, strange tonight. Let's just proceed directly into our show and get as much of the show on as we can tonight. we're talking about um, shadow people. Let's move on first with our uh, crystal of the week, which is uh, black tourmaline. The idea of black tourmaline is to protect you from low negative spiritual energies. Um, not uh, tourmaline, uh, black kyanite, I'm sorry. Um, most of the black crystals will absorb negativity. Um, tourmaline, obsidian, Apache tears, jet, uh, etc. Uh, will absorb negative energies. That's just what they do. So um, what we try to do is uh, use these to absorb energy. Now, kyanite is uh, a mineral or crystal that has a very high vibration. No low energy can abide it. Now, kyanite by itself will not exorcise um, powerful negative uh, entities. You can't go in and with kyanite and wave it around and exorcise demons. I've heard claims made that you can, you can set a bucket of kyanite and amethyst and stuff, you know, around your house and it'll protect you from negative demons. I don't believe it, but no, um, you need more than that, more powerful magic. However, that's a debate for another day. But black kyanite is very good to deflect a negative psychic attack and to help protect you. Um, it is believed from uh, 
uh, like earthbound spirits and um, negative psychic attack and things like this. So um, if there's an external source of negative energy, uh, you know, people that wish you ill will, you're feeling that anxiety that you get sometimes when people are harassing you, uh, black kyanite is a good way to um, help protect you with that. Uh, kyanite is a, a crumbly material, so if you make an elixir from it, you should uh, probably use the indirect method, put it in a vial of some sort. I like a test tube with a cork in it, or a vial with a screw lid, and you put it down in the water and um, make your elixir that way. Let it sit in the sun or the moon and absorb the, the beneficial rays. Um, and that's uh, black kyanite. This is the Crystal Silence League, founded uh, sometime around 1917 by Mr. Claude Alexander Conlon, a magical adept, whose uh, goal was to project magical prayer and affirmation to all those in need of such. And if you go to our website now, www.crystalsilenceleague.org, you'll see how adepts of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches have brought it to life in cybernetic form. And now we're a worldwide organization of magical adepts who... Uh, project crystal prayer and affirmation through the use of the internet and crystal balls in a uh, in an association of spiritual churches, the pastors of whom will pray for you and set candles and set lights for you. Um, if you go there, you'll notice that we have many, many prayers. We get as many as 200 prayers a week that are posted. The prayer is always free at the Crystal Silence League. Um, and we do have a gift shop. You can buy crystals and crystal balls and literature from us. And I've written a couple of books of the Crystal Silence League, Crystal Magic and Lithomancy, on the use of crystals and crystal balls. And if you will go there to our uh, prayer page, you'll see that there are many prayers, and I'd like to ask you to join me in praying for some of the people who have posted prayers. Prayer is always anonymous also. I'm not going to call out any names. I will just refer to prayer number ID. So join me. And we have prayer ID number 77446. And uh, prayer about finances, and they're praying about their uh, QVC and Dillard's bill. Somebody's been doing that shopping on TV, it sounds like. and says, my two bills rates on the cards are kind of high. They go up and down. Pray that I be debt-free. Please pray for me. Help control that spending. And get some money on that bills and pray them down. We pray for you. Amen. And we have prayer ID 77445. He says the ADB shall receive her UT dollars in October 2018. She shall buy a very nice new car. We're very worthy of this in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And prayer ID 77444. He says, I ask for your prayers. We face an unexpected financial hardship and a large ticket for an inspection on our car. This has placed financial strain and emotional worry and fear in the hearts of them and created animosity and anger. And I ask for prayers that God will provide for the perfect solution and outcome to this trouble and provide us with the money and resources we need to make payment on this ticket to prevent additional hardships. I also pray that God grant him his perfect peace, eternal and unconditional love and truth of his love and promise to provide and prosper us. Amen. And prayer ID 77443, who says, Please pray with me for healing of pneumonia for my son and for healing of infection for me, and thank you. And prayer ID 77442, who says, Dear Crystal Silence League members, my health has recently taken a radical shift in an unbalanced way, and it's a little scary. I would like to ask for help 
and ceasing and recovering from this disease. Please pray for me and celebrate my health and return to wellness. A million thank yous. Amen. Prayer ID 77441. Please pray for these two names, and it's MH and MH, that God would move in a fast way to solve this important matter. May God step in this matter before the year's end. Please touch and agree with me, please. In Jesus' name, amen. And prayer ID 77440 that says, please help remove any curses that are on NMZs or her family. Please protect us from psychic attacks. Thank you, St. Michael. Defend us in battle. And prayer ID 77439, dear Crystal Silence League, please pray that OK stops her libelous slander and attacks on NMZ's business. And thank you. And prayer ID 77438, I humbly ask the dedicants of the Crystal Silence League to please pray that I finally get happiness in my long-suffering love life. I pray that the man I have been seeing since the summer will put aside his other life's troubles long enough to see what a beautiful thing we both have and commit to me to give him confidence and feel ready to make me a priority to not only be best friends but lover and confidant. Please give him the courage to reach out to me and express himself. Bless you all. Amen. Prayer ID 77437. Please illuminate my spiritual path and the spiritual path of uh, LF so I remain protected by God from the black magic that an evil woman is doing against me and for LF to have a spiritual awakening so that he believes he is being controlled by black magic from the same evil woman and for L to seek spiritual help to believe in God. Amen. And prayer ID 77436. I simply need prayer work for my career as an alternative healer in my field. I am close to giving, getting housing, but everything is delayed, and my business is competitive in Chicago. I pray the appropriate clients schedule sessions with me and support my small business with positive reviews and references. If there are obstacles preventing my business from the thriving, I pray to be removed, and thank you. And prayer ID 77435, it says, Please pray for A. He's bound by addiction and preoccupied by past temptations that led him to a dark place with no future. He needs to reignite his passion for a better life and work hard and recommit himself to the future. He promised me before old things tore him away and distracted him from the new life he started to build. I've only wanted the best for him and tried to help him start over. He's in a limbo, can't make or stick to decisions. Please pray hard for him and thank you. Let's have one more. Prayer ID 77431. I am in terrible trouble. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Glory to thee, O Lord. Glory to thee, the Amen. I'm totally disabled and live in public housing in Seattle. Some witches are attacking me because I stand for righteousness. Please place protection in Our Lady of Guadalupe. Hoptomai, Epitome, Sisoi, Karios. Maranatha, around me, the subject of attack, I am in trouble. Amen. Well, let's have another one. Um, prayer ID 77429. Please pray that I may quit smoking completely and smoothly and that I may never have any bad habits forever. Amen. Well, why don't we have another um, 
moment of silent meditation and prayer for all those in need of strength and affirmation, prosperity, and health. Amen. Well, tonight's topic is uh, shadow people. And I'll tell you uh, in a nutshell what a shadow person is. Um, this is a, uh, a phenomenon that I, I first came into knowledge about, I guess, in the uh, early 80s. I used to hear rumors about shadow people uh, at psychic fairs, and I was doing psychic fairs. Um, uh, people would uh, it's a, it's a variation of uh, the sleep paralysis thing people would wake up at night and see uh, shadowy figures in the room with them sometimes standing in the door they would usually be backlit they'd stand in the door next to a window and uh, they were shadows shadowy figures that's why they're called shadow people all you could see was a dark outline you would never see very much detail really none it was like a silhouette just a dark silhouette of a person and usually they were wearing a hat and a long coat and in fact they were called the hat people the hat man a hat man and uh, many people started telling me about waking up at night and seeing uh, uh, what they called a hat person the hat man the man in the coat standing in the room and it became uh, a, like a an urban legend uh, I heard about it on the news where people were talking about uh, they would drive down the street at, late at night and see uh, a dark figure wearing a hat and a coat and they'd look in their mirror and it would be gone or they'd wake up at night and there was a man standing in the room wearing a hat and a coat and my mother-in-law uh, uh, recently uh, a couple of years ago started talking about waking up and there was a man wearing a hat standing in her doorway at night and I, mean, I told my wife I said oh yeah that's a shadow person and uh, she was like what and I said oh yeah look I got online and of course um, the old Art Bell show Coast to Coast AM 
uh, helped popularize it. Uh, there was a uh, Native American elder, uh, Harley Swift Deer Reagan, who talked quite a bit about it. And um, they asked uh, readers to call in and uh, uh, exchange stories. And uh, I was very interested in this. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that because uh, of all the stories I'd heard about it. And people were telling lots of stories. And people were sending in drawings that they had made in their sketchbooks of shadow people. And some of these were very chilling, very, very scary drawings. And you can, I think, get on the Internet and listen to archives of, uh, of uh, Harley Swift Deer Reagan talking about them, and he said that uh, 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 Harley Reagan said that they were known to Native Americans uh, something like uh, a thousand years ago or something like this, uh, um, 1,500 years ago, and that they were um, um, even longer than that, like uh, something like a, a thousand years B.C., um, and that they were uh, spiritual beings from another dimension, and uh, that they were talked about in tribal legend uh, as these uh, beings from another, what we would call another dimension. It was very interesting what he said, um, and that um, that there was a, a spiritual awakening. Now, get the time frame here, right? Between 1980 uh, through. Um, the late 90s, the early 2000, and it was around 1982 and 83 when I started hearing about shadow people, right? So, um, um, uh, Swift Reagan, uh, who also uh, was known as Thunderstrikes because he started talking about this quickening, this awakening, and his, uh, he was like a Thunderstrike into the, uh, the world, a spiritual Thunderstrike, um, said that there was an awakening, a spiritual awakening between uh, 1980 through 2000, and that was about the time the New Age started to really kick in. People, third eyes were snapping open, and everybody wanted to know about crystals and auras and getting readings and stuff. And uh, so this, uh, uh, and he said that people started to notice that time seemed to speed up. That uh, up to then there was a uh, a certain pace that time and events had, but after 1980 to 2000, time seemed to go by a lot faster, and all of a sudden, these um, shadow people started to appear, and he called them these uh, non-corporeal uh, or insubstantial beings that lived in a parallel dimension, and that because of this uh, idea that time was speeding up, people were living in an imbalanced and chaotic state, and because of this chaos, there was a great deal of uh, panic and uh, disruption, and that these shadow people fed on that. There, there were a type of energy vampires, and that the more disturbed and anxious uh, people were, the summoned them. So these shadow people tend to wear cloaks or coats, and usually a hat, and they're usually tall and thin. Now sometimes they are not simply just shadows, you know, like holes in space, like shadows in absence of light. Sometimes they have these uh, red eyes. And um, now, skeptics, as they always do, say, well, they could be imaginary. They could be hypnagogic hallucinations, which 
Uh, hypnotic hallucinations have been attributed to temporal lobe seizures. These are sleep paralysis. You wake up, you can't move, and you're having a waking dream. But these waking dreams, how can they be so consistent? Everybody sees the same thing. Uh, and and this is a, uh, uh, a catch-all explanation. It, it's too convenient. People go, UFO aliens, yeah, that's the hypnagogic sleep paralysis hallucination. Uh, shadow people, that's the hypnagogic sleep paralysis explanation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Angels, fairies, demons, um, uh, ghosts, all of that. It's the hypnagogic sleep. It's too, it's too much. It's like, have you ever seen these guys that always have to explain magicians? And uh, like some guy will come by and do like 50 million card tricks and it blows your mind. He goes, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's like marked cards and they all went up his sleeve. Uh, you know, it's like he's got uh, – or they see a guy on stage and go, yeah, it's trap doors and mirrors. And it's like, you know, just shut up. You're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I, I call that Occam's butter knife. <laughs> you know, it's a dull explanation. It's Occam's butter knife. So uh, I just don't see it. Um, um so um, it, it, it's not, in my point of view, in, in my in my point of view, in my uh, opinion, uh, if so many people are reporting the same event, uh, it's not an hallucination. So um, the um, you know, if one person sees something. Um, you know, if one person sees a, a polka dot pink elephant, then probably, you know, it's, it's something imaginary. But if so many people, unrelated. Now, for instance, um, the UFO experience uh, of Betty and Barney Clark from the 50s, which was the very first scientifically recorded UFO sighting, they were separated and individually interrogated under hypnotism and their stories matched exactly and the odds of that happening were zero if that if those stories were invented so um, now I'll tell you that um, um, what's interesting about these shadow people and this is where you start to get it from the hypnagogic experience into something very strange, animals can see them. And um, I, I will freely admit to you that I have what's called the hypnagogic experience since I was a little kid. I would wake up and see entities in my room, and not all of them were human entities. Uh, sometimes they were, and I would I would wake up and see people standing around my bed looking at me. And when you're a little kid, that's very scary. And as I got older, it just became part of um, my life. And you know, people who shared my bed uh, sometimes freak out because I'll wake up and I'll swap the air uh, because I want to know is that like a real person who's going to kill me like a burglar or something or is it one of my uh, shadow people um, and if my hand passes through them I know I'm seeing them you know if my hand came in contact with them I'm going to go in defense mode and, and you know fuck someone up but uh, so far it's not been a real person you know, by real, I mean a corporeal person who's standing there and they're going to cut my throat and rob me. You know, so far, no one has ever broken into my house and they're standing there looking at me. And that's how real this is. And um, they used to really scare me. And then uh, a friend of mine who was a shaman, and his name was Mac, I was telling him about this, and he said, John, have you ever just asked them what they want? 
And I thought, what an obvious thing. So I did wake up, and I've never had really had the paralysis. I've had the uh, fear where I didn't want to move. <laughs> you know, you wake up, and there's three or four people standing around your bed looking at you. You just kind of lay there like, okay, should I move? Um, and one time I did. I remembered Mac, and I said, um, and you know, I was a young man. I was in my mid-20s, and I said, what do you guys want? And they turned around and walked away. And after that, I realized I had control over this experience. And uh, um, then later on, when I was able to uh, um, have more communication with my own spirits, uh, my grandmother said, well, you're, you always had control over it, Johnny. You, you've been sending out a beacon, and they follow it. You know, you call them to you. And I said, oh, well, I guess so. So... Um, now, when I have it, uh, I've never seen the shadow people, though. I've never seen the silhouettes. This has always been very clear to me. And now when I wake up and I have that experience, I do the same thing. I, I, I swipe my hand through them because you never know. I mean, in this day and age, people may just come into your house, and I still I wake up and swipe my hand. Sometimes my leg, my, my arm and leg, I wake up, and it's very sudden. I wake up suddenly because there's a presence in the room, right? I swipe my arm and leg through them. And uh, and I say, oh, okay, and then I'll just wait till they they and they fade away. I mean, they do; they just fade away. And uh, so you you tell people things like this, and a lot of times they'll just think, okay, you know, he's kind of crazy. But I've also seen them when I'm awake, out of the corner of my eye. And I remember talking to a friend of mine on the phone, and in the reflection of the television, I saw a, a woman in a white dress walk behind me. And this is the experience you have when your brain or your senses are wired for this. And I will tell you that I have been um, in therapy a lot in my life. And according to all psychological experts that I've ever talked to, I am not schizophrenic. And I'm not um, outside the normal range of what is considered sane. And... Um, uh, but I have these experiences. You know, I'm I'm very functional. I'm a very logical and practical human being. So I'm, you know, I'm not on psychiatric meds or anything. Um, now, what do these shadow people show up? Some people say that they're energy vampires. You know, some people say these are not benevolent creatures. The, the people and things. Are, now, some of these creatures I've seen are not human. They have these elongated faces, kind of like a dog snout, um, and uh, weird eyes on the side of their heads, and those are the ones when I was a kid that used to scare me, but they've never harmed me or anything. Um, but apparently these shadow people are not um, 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 some people say they're not benevolent. Um, and um, so can you protect yourself from them? Um, well, one thing, if they are feeding off of fear or feeding off of panic or feeding off of chaos or, or if that stakes them, um, um, maybe they don't even know that they're here. Maybe that state makes them visible or empowers them. Um, I think it's important not to give in to fear. I think that's one thing. Don't give in to fear. And if you start to see them a lot, uh, that's when you start talking about protection. You know, we start gritting, gritting with crystals and we start um, um, putting up spiritual defenses to ward, ward them and to protect ourselves. Um, 
and I do believe that will go away. So, um, you know, that that's when the best offense is a good defense. Um, so what are they? Now, of course, um, sometimes there are um, uh, shadows. Now, there's a, a type of shadow. Um, uh, oh, what is it called? I want to see if I can find it here. Uh, um, oh, I'm going to do, my, do a search here. Um, uh, a Brocken, a Brocken Spectre. Um, or a Brockenspitz, B-R-O-C-K-E-N, a Brockenspector, or a Mountain Specter, and it's um, it's a very interesting thing. But this is a uh, a shadow uh, that appears when the sun shines from behind the observer, um, who's looking down uh, from mist or fog, and the sun is behind, and a shadow is cast from behind you onto a, into the fog. And uh, if you've ever seen one of these, it's, it looks like a ghost, right? So, um, so your depth perception is confused. It can also happen from car headlights uh, if there's a fog. And sometimes you don't have to have much of a fog. But basically, uh, imagine a shadow of a person, light behind them, and the shadow is cast onto the fog. Uh, and you don't see a person there, but you see the person's shadow in midair. Uh, and... Uh, it looks very strange, but look up Brock, Brock Inspector, B-R-O-C-K-E Inspector, and uh, you, and uh, there's some pictures people have taken of it, and it looks really strange, and they can be Brock Inspectors of airplanes. You see a shadow of an airplane, but no airplane, and uh, um, and um, you can... It looks like there's a shadow following you sometimes at night, but it's your own shadow, and... Uh, um, uh, and it looks like there's like a shadow, and it's distorted because the light is uh, coming from an angle. So, um, the you know, is it that? Okay. Um, and um, so a lot of times you'll see the shadow person out of the corner of your eye, and then when you turn to look at them, they're gone. Um, light is refracted because of the... Uh, spherical shape of your eye, that's one of the flaws of your vision, is that there's a spherical aberration. And the frequency of light is distorted out of the corner of your eye. Uh, if you're sitting, sometimes this is very strange, there'll be like a Venetian blinds and when your head is turned, you can see through them. Out of your peripheral vision, you can actually see through the blinds to see what's outside, then you turn your head and you can't. And uh, it's because the light is distorted and bent because of the curvature of your eye. So um, you can actually see frequencies of light out of the corner of your eye that you normally couldn't. It's like light is bent. So it's not unusual that you can see uh, wavelengths of light out of the corner of your eye, out of your peripheral vision, because they're hitting your lens and being refracted like a prism. You know, when light goes through a prism, it's broken down. So, um, so believe me, if you go to uh, paranormal uh, forums and chat rooms, there's all kinds of weird theories about these shadow people. So, the, of course, skeptics will tell you it's figment of the imagination. That doesn't do a bit of good if you've experienced it. You know, you, you can, you know, um, people have been abducted by UFOs, rectally probed, virtually dissected, 
and then dropped off and said, well, oh, you just imagined it all. And it's like, oh, my God, what are you telling me? And if you've ever experienced the paranormal, if you've ever experienced ghosts and stuff, and then you have someone tell you you imagined it, you just want to punch them in the eye. You know, it's just like, okay, whatever, man. Uh, it's just So are they ghosts? Well, what is a ghost? Uh, well, ghosts are usually vaporous um, you, know, you can see through them. They're uh, they're apparitions. They um, etc. But the shadow people seem solid, um, and that's the the Brock Inspector also is vaporous. But the shadow people are solid. They're like a mass. They're like a black solid mass uh, that light does not penetrate. Um, so we see that the uh, uh, shadow person is a uh, is like a solid being that is just jet black. Um, they do have a human outline, a human shape, uh, but no detail, no appearance. It, it's as if there were uh, just a, uh, an utter absence of light. Uh, and uh, and usually the ghosts will have detail. You know, you can make out their face, their hands, and everything, but no, not this. So uh, a lot of people feel very threatened by the shadow person. Uh, there's a air of menace about them, which lets some people think maybe they're demonic, uh, but if they are, um, what's their purpose? Uh, they 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 never seem to attack anyone. Um, they don't possess. They don't haunt. They just they're just there. Um, is their purpose only to scare you? That doesn't seem to make sense. Uh, now, the the very interesting theory uh, is that they're the astral bodies of people who are uh, uh, having out-of-body experiences or astral travel. Um, so uh, someone practicing dream yoga or having a spontaneous out-of-body experience or uh, astrally traveling in their sleep, um, maybe you're seeing the ephemeral astral body of nighttime travelers. Very interesting that <laughs> they put their hat and coat on when they left. Now, another theory is that they're time travelers. Uh, that maybe it's, in the future people have found a way to send a a form of themselves back in time, but they um, they can't do it in a completely physical form, but in a uh, in a shadowy form, a, a form, a wavelength, uh, an energy form, an energy shadow of themselves, and this is what they look like. Now, uh, kind of strange, you know, they're you only see their shadow and you see them passing through, but it's a theory. It's a theory, and if you want to uh, uh, look up a guy named John Tidor, T I D O R who claimed to be a time traveler and had a very uh, compelling story, you might want to do that. Um, one of the uh, people I dedicated my chap chapel to is John Tidor. Um, could they be interdimensional entities, creatures from another dimension? Um, well, even the most um, conservative physicists uh, Postulate that there could be a sheaf of um, dimensional plena. In English, that means that there could be a lot of dimensions. Um, the the mathematics predict it. You know, we have one dimension, two dimensions, three dimensions, and then four dimensions, which is duration, the time axis. And Einstein said time is a direction. 
you know, like you got width, breadth, height, and time. And it's a direction. Uh, and the, they said, well, I stop there. Uh, there's directions and dimensions and, you know, everywhere. Um, and there could be infinite number of dimensions. Um, if so, if these dimensions sometimes overlap, then perhaps those that live in that dimension would just appear to us as shadows, as our shadows, our two-dimensional shadows appear to us. You know, we could be the shadows of some fourth dimensional entity. Um, so um, maybe they're aliens. Maybe this is how aliens, um, um, you know, if alien, some people say that the gray aliens can pass through walls, uh, uh, teleport around. So, um, um and of course, maybe aliens, maybe ghosts are aliens, maybe aliens are time travelers, maybe all these theories can be correct. So uh, what we do know is that the um, shadow people are a mystery and one that we may not solve anytime soon. The thing is, are they real? Oh, yes, they're real. Uh, too many people have reported them. People have photographed them. People have videotaped them. Um, what they are, we just really don't know. Let's stop for a moment for station identification and we'll come back. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condram and Ollie. Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain. Tuesdays, 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse. Fridays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay. Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. Now I'd like to tell you a very interesting um, idea about the shadow people, and there was a, um, I collected some literature about it, which is very interesting, and um, the um, there was there was uh, an author whose name was Rosemary uh, Guili, um, who wrote on a, a variety of paranormal topics, and she had a very interesting theory. Um, she wrote a book that identified the shadow people as a category of jinn, and uh, jinns, of course, are a form of um, Spirit, um, um, well known in the Middle East, uh, over here sometimes they call genies. But um, uh, she, according to her, through a, a very long process of investigation, she concluded that shadow people are a shapeshifted form taken by jinns. This is her theory. I'm not saying I support it. Uh, um, she she traced the the footprint of jinns throughout all the mythologies about ancient aliens and gods. She said that the uh, stories told about aliens and various gods seem to be evidence evidenced by shape shifting forms of jinns. Uh, and she presents a picture that uh, jinns seem to be involved in 
many of the uh, entity contact experiences throughout history. Um, and uh, um, so according to her, um, Americans don't have a lot of gin stories, although the rest of the world seem to. And she says uh, most of the non-Native American folklore in America has been imported by the early immigrants who are primarily European, um, English, Scots, Irish, etc., German. Uh, and most of the gin folklore comes out of the Middle East and never really penetrated into the popular American culture beyond stories that we know like Aladdin and the genie and stuff, which were never really connected with the uh, the true story of the jinn. Uh, and uh, uh, in early Arabian lore, the, the jinn originated from the winds. Uh, they were created by Allah out of smokeless fire, and the angels were created out of a pure spiritual light. So angels, jinns, fairies, demons, extraterrestrials, even Bigfoot have these human-like hierarchies and social structures, but whether they really do uh, or whether this is a human projection, you see. Um, uh, and one thing about the jinns is that they're, they're adept, according to legend, they're adept, adept shapeshifters. Uh, so how would you recognize one even if you saw one? Um, um, in the old uh, Jinn lore, they they cannot duplicate a human 100%. There's always some giveaway. Uh, they had um, animal-like legs and feet. Um, so she speculates that the shadow people wear hats and cowls to cover up their imperfect heads. And uh, and some people say that the uh, the human-shaped Jinn will shift to odd colors or a reptilian appearance. And uh, she says that she believes that the jinn and other shapeshifters are walk among us every day. And we never know unless we have certain experiences with them. Now, if you sit in my chair, um, you hear lots of stories about people who say, you know, I, I ran into someone and uh, while I was watching them, their eyes changed color. You know, or... Uh, their heads seem to change, and you know if they, if they tell most people this, you know they they'd be on medication or something. Um, so, um, so uh, what uh, this author has done is collected stories like this uh, throughout history, and she's come to the conclusion that the jinn have this long-standing, deeply embedded, and almost hidden presence among us, uh, far greater than most people suspect, and that we've only seen the very tiny bit of that involvement. And, uh, and, and this is a very scary thing if you read this book, their interference in human affairs is quite extensive. Uh, according to her and her research, and this is a very compelling argument that she makes, and I'm, I'm not proposing this, I'm not doing conspiracy theory, but it's interesting to think about this. She believes that human affairs are influenced and manipulated uh, to a large extent by gins. So, is this possible? You know, the shadow people and many of these hypnagogic um, experiences are um, gins. Um, Interfering and investigating and manipulating, uh, 
uh, human affairs. Is this possible? Mm-mm. Gosh, who knows? Um, so I don't know. Cause, you know, some of the hypnagogue experiences are pretty terrifying. Uh, the non-shadow people, people wake up and there are figures sitting on their chest trying to strangle them. Um, the um, mm, I don't know. It's a very very scary thing. Now, if we talk about night terrors, um, um, which is a sleep disorder, um, night terrors, um, um, you wake up um, uh, with a panic attack. Um, you bolt upright. Uh, you you uh, have a panic attack. Uh, you scream. Um, there, there's a rapid heart rate, and there is a uh, usually a sense that you're trying to protect yourself from attack. And usually, um, you don't recognize the people around you. And um, in uh, children with not terrors, um, um, they they usually will will say that there's something in the room with them. Now with adults, um, often they do wake up with the um, uh, the conviction that something was sitting on their chest trying to trying to choke them. Now of course in uh, magic we talk about being Hagrid and where uh, someone puts a curse on you and uh, a ghost uh, is sent to uh, choke you in your sleep. Um, so this is um, one theory. Some, you know, sometimes there is this oriental uh, disease or syndrome called bagunkut, sleep death, where people die in their sleep, and it's believed to be caused by witchcraft. So if we start going into uh, sleep paralysis, um, um, where a person wakes up and uh, they can't move, their body is still asleep and they're awake, um, people will hear humming, hissing, uh, buzzing, whispers, um, voices, um, fear and panic, and uh, supernatural creatures um, suffocating, terrifying them. Um, um, uh, uh, the aliens, the shadow people, um, all manner of visitation. Imagine going to a doctor and saying this. He goes, "Oh well, that's just a sleep disorder called sleep paralysis. Don't worry about it." Um, it it's quite insulting, <laughs> in my in my opinion. Um, and you know, Mary Shelley apparently suffered from uh, from this hypnagogic uh, experience. That's why she wrote Frankenstein. She woke up and saw some hideous creature uh, standing by her bed, and uh, wrote got up and wrote Frankenstein. That was the story, anyway. Um, well, I hope you have enjoyed our discussion of the shadow people. We have a few minutes left. I'm going to have to call it short because I am going to run out of phone power here in a minute. One way or the yeah, oh yeah, I've only got about five percent phone left. Um, so one way or the other, this is going to end in just a few minutes. And uh, I hope you guys have a happy Halloween and a satisfying Sawain. Uh God bless the pagans of the world. And 
have a great time. We're going to bring these children in. I do hope you join us next week. Do we have um, more time in October? Oh, yeah, next week is the 30th of October. Oh, golly, we got some more ghost stories. Um, next week we'll even do some more uh, explorations into the shadowy underbelly. Uh, maybe we'll talk about gins. Um I'll pick a good topic. We'll have some scary and spooky topic. And I apologize that we're having to end a little bit early. Blog talk is uh, really screwed up screwed up this week. Um, do come back next week. You know, I love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us. And uh, we promise you an interesting show next week. Um, I'm John St. Germain. This is the Crystal Silence League. And we will see you again. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.